Hi, I'm Larry Gassman with Greg Stilson, Head of Global Technology Innovations for the American Printing House for the Blind. Greg, thanks so much for being with us at ACB. Hey, Larry, thanks so much for having me. And, and Greg, most people know about APH. I, at least you would hope that they would. But for those who may not or maybe don't know a lot, perhaps you could give a, a brief description of what APH is, and then we'll get on, into some other things. The American Printing House for the Blind, or APH, has been around since the mid-1800s. Um, we, we work primarily in the education space, and we are federally funded. We get a, a reoccurring appropriation grant every year from the federal government that um, is, is directed at developing tools and resources for students with visual impairments, um, specifically around the education side of things. And that, and that grant or that federal appropriation is divided up amongst the states here in the United States um, based on the census data of how many students qualify under um, the, the qualification of being uh, visually impaired. Um, and so uh, some states are receive more federal funding and some receive less based on the, the, the census. But every uh, student in America has access to these federal, we call them federal quota dollars um, that are reoccurring federal, um, federal funds that, that are used to purchase and produce, we take a, a chunk of this grant as a research budget to produce uh, products here in the United States. And then uh, uh, students can purchase them or T TVIs or ex officio trustees here in the U.S. can then purchase those products uh, from APH with these federal quota dollars. Greg, the American Printing House for the Blind has a lot to offer, especially as it relates to technology. And we as consumers have a lot that we can be involved with, especially during the summer shows at NFB and particularly at ACB. So tell us, what's in store for us? We have been busy over the pandemic years, uh, so we've got we've got a lot to show. Uh, you know, APH primarily. You know, our tech. We we used to start to build tech in in house, and we we've really found that partnering with like-minded organizations, partner, partnering with vendors who um, really have the expertise of manufacturing, of producing technology, um, and APH really using our uh, expertise, which is really around the user experience side, the curriculum side, the education side of building the content that goes on these products is really cre creating some extremely high quality devices. And some of those devices that we're going to be showing are the Mantis Q40, which a lot of folks haven't gotten their hands on, and it's been out for two years. And um, the same in the same vein, the Chameleon 20, um, which uh, we are hoping uh, will have text-to-speech on it um, come the summer shows. So look look forward to to seeing that. Um, along with uh, We've made some significant updates to our Code Jumper products. Um, if you have some young coding learners, um, getting their hands on the uh, the Code Jumper, and we're 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 do, we've done some updates to that as well with regard to putting it on Android and Chromebook as well. Um, and then the Code and Go mouse, which is a really fun one. Uh, it's a very early childhood developing kind of some some innovative thinking or some some computation thinking uh just with a, a little toy mouse that you create these little mazes and the mouse can kind of go you program this mouse to go through the maze which is a really tactile and fun experience 
and then the uh, the Juno Juno video magnifier um, is a, a portable magnifier uh, that is a seven inch mag magnifier with text to speech on it and OCR. Um, it basically our goal with this product was to put a lot of the functions in a you know desktop CCTV into a you know handheld style device. Um, things like uh, you know, doing some really advanced OCR, but then also managing files, being able to put PDFs and docx files and things on this as well. And there's even an exam mode if a, a student's using it, uh, where a teacher can you know allow them to use their tool in the exam, but they uh, they they lock it down so that they can't use their note files and things like that as well. So that's that's just some of the the technology that you you'll see at the booth and and uh, actually get your hands on it. I think that's the the part that we're most excited about after being kind of shut out of conferences for the last couple of years. You know, we're in a very tactile industry, right? Like you need to get your hands on these products, touch and feel them, experience them. And uh, and and had not having that immediate feedback from from our customers and from the the community at large. Um, you know, I, I would say has has been something that we've we've very much missed. With regard to new products, tell us what you can about what we can look forward to in the future. So we have been really hard at work on a a new dynamic Braille standard, um, and and the need for this is is because we are developing. We're in a, a sort of a three way partnership right now with um, with with the humanware um, and a, a South Korean company called Dot Incorporated uh, to develop a new tactile device. Um, and the goal of the, the North Star goal that I keep pushing everybody back to is our, we're trying to bring uh, textbooks into the 21st century, right? So, you know, sighted people can pull out their Kindle and read their, their books, their perfectly formatted books on a Kindle or, or a tablet or whatever. Uh, us blind people, we haven't had that capability uh, to put multiple lines of Braille on one surface. And, and so our goal with this device is to, to really bring a physical textbook that can be, you know, 30, 40 volumes sometimes at a time and, and bring them into a digital uh, form so that a, a blind student can gain access to their textbook, you know, in a much faster time frame. Right now, you know, one example I always give is that, um, we, you know, APH is one of the largest producer, producers of Braille books. Uh, and we produced an Algebra 1 book that took almost 13 months to produce and was over 40 volumes and cost over $30,000 to produce, right? So our goal here is to, to number one, bring the, I, I use a metric of time to fingertips, right? We're not, this is not going to take the Braille transcriber out of the equation, it's going to basically allow them to work faster. So they'll be able to transcribe the book and then rather than sending it to production to have that book you know, embossed, packaged, bound, and shipped, um, they're gonna be able to hit a button and get it sent to the student or the, to the TVI or teacher um, and be able to, to use this dynamic tactile device, which is gonna be a multiple line tactile braille display and also provide tactile graphics on the same surface to read it, right? And so, We've got a long way to go, Larry. This is a, uh, you know, our goal is to hopefully have something in, in the hands of, of students testing it um, by the end of 2023. Um, but to make that happen, we realized that the standards that exist for Braille, the BRF standard, wasn't sufficient because that's designed for a specific page size, um, 
sometimes even you know uh, has, has certain language requirements and things like that as well. And so, with this you know being the we're hoping the first tactile display uh, that's capable of doing this, we imagine that it's going to be valuable for other future tactile displays. Not to mention the existing single line displays, because one of the things that happens today is if you get a let's say a book from a, a bookshare or something like that you get the the braille content but all of the formatting is thrown out you just essentially you're just getting you know lines and lines of braille essentially that you're panning through on your single line braille display and and the beauty of this device is that we'll be able to show you know formatted braille right so spatial math matrices um you know tables and lists and things like that right and so that that formatting is in, is essential so we're working on a new standard um we're partnering with organizations all over the world uh, to create a standard that we're calling the EBRF or electronic braille ready format. Um, we are to the point where we've presented our drafts of this um, and we're in conversations with organizations like DAISY to help us to actually bring this into reality, right? APH is not a standards organization. We've never built a standard like that. And so turning to some folks who have done this and done it really well, uh, DAISY being you know, one of our, our close partners, um, we're, we're looking at, at uh, bringing this into reality and we would expect that, you know, a version of the EBRF would, would come alongside the, the dynamic tactile device. So lots going on. Um, I am not a standards guy, nor do I want to be. So we figured we, we need to outsource this to the folks who, who've done this before. So much going on, but uh, really excited to, especially, I, I can't wait to do this with you again next year and have, uh, have some really cool stuff to talk about. Greg, thanks so much for being with us. The best of luck to the American Printing House with the Blind, and we look forward to seeing you at ACB. Absolutely. Have a great convention.